Well, welcome back to Collaboration Code. I am your host, Adam Cuppy, president of Learn Academy. And my guest today is Pua Amano, who lives in a uh, beautiful, beautiful place that many of us wish we were at um, in Hawaii. And so, hello, Pua. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Adam. Thank you again for having me here. Yeah. So let's start with this, which is, I'm really curious, what is something we need to know about you that has motivated you to make your way into tech as a career path? Something that I think everyone should know about me is that, um, I guess I've, I've done a lot of different career or not different careers, but like I was in the military and then I transitioned to a career of personal training and group fitness instructing, um, mostly stayed with the military. Um, but then we decided to move back home to Maui, Hawaii. And, um, it was when I had my, my youngest, she was born at 24 weeks. Um, and then, you know, life changed and, uh, being here in Hawaii and having a child who's special needs that, you know, there comes a lot of costs and a lot of time, um, that, uh, and also like the, the high cost of living here, you know, I wanted to do something where I could use my skills from the military, from personal training to find a job where I could stay home and still be there for my family, because that's really why we work, right. Is to support our family or our lifestyle. Um, so I did, I was perusing the VA programs, the veterans programs, and that was how I stumbled upon vet tech. And that was how I found learn. Um, and I, you know, looked up what is a software developer? So I didn't have any experience before, you know, before learn. Um, and you know, I just, I, researched and researched and I was like, you know, I think I could actually do this. I used to decorate my MySpace in high school. You know, mm -hmm. I was like, I yeah. think I didn't could we do all? It. Didn't we all? Yeah. Uh-huh. We could all put the blinky, blinky text on the screen and the obnoxious yep. glitter gifts. Uh-huh. We did, all did it. Yep. I did have glitter and snowflakes. And uh -huh. so I was like, oh, it, it seems, you know, it seems pretty cool. And it seems like a career that I can continue to learn continue to excel and progress. It's still in demand. And most importantly, I can still provide an income and I can still take care of my family. And that's what, sorry about the dogs, but um, to me, that's seemed like the way forward. And I was going to try it, go all in. And if it didn't work, well, at least I tried it. Um, but I was going to mm -hmm. try my best to make it work. So... Now, what was some of the biggest deciding factors to choose tech over, you know, whether it be starting your own business, maybe in personal training or fitness or opening a gym or something along those lines that you had a passion for before? What made this a smart or viable decision in your eyes? Um, so being back home in Hawaii, because I hadn't lived at home for 12 years. I left in 2008. We came back in 2020 after seeing like living on the mainland, being all over the world, coming back to Hawaii. And this isn't anything, I'm not trying to say anything bad about Hawaii. It's just how it is. The 
tech infrastructure here is lacking and it's not like there's not software, a lot of junior software engineering jobs here in Hawaii. Um, a lot of it is senior level, but I didn't want to be in an industry that was dependent on, um, someone else as far as like tourism. Um, you know, you're only in demand as much as people come to visit or, and I didn't want to be in an industry that's not growing. Um, and Hawaii is just, they're just behind in tech. And I was like, well, if I can work remote for the mainland, maybe by the time that I've gained enough experience and, you know, have gotten to that senior level, then I can bring that back to Hawaii while, by the time they're catching up, you know, and I can be like, Hey, I have mm-hmm. this experience. This is what I can help implement with the local businesses or, you know, even go to the college here and be like, Hey, can we add this to the program? This is what I have to offer. So I saw it as a way to grow professionally, but also maybe have that to give back to the community as well, because I don't want to see my home fall behind, you know, cause you, sure. they have to keep up <laughs> like in order to stay afloat. Um, well, somebody has to do it, right? Yeah. And if, if you don't, then somebody needs to. And so I, I think the, I feel like the motivation is such a, an applaudable thing. Um, cause it's easy to kind of sit back on your laurels and like say, hey, you know, it's going to be for somebody else. Somebody else will make that necessary change, but it won't be me. And so kudos to you for making that choice. Now, looking at what your expectations were for yourself before you joined a program versus, um, looking back on it now, did you have total confidence that it was going to work out? Like, were you a hundred percent secure in that choice or did you, do you feel like you were, you know, still taking a big risk and you're like, let's hope this works out. Like, where were you at uh, when you had finally made that decision to, to join a program and make that change? Um, I think it was, I don't know if it was like, I have a hundred percent confidence that I'm going to, you know, I'm going to succeed at it. It was more of, I have to succeed. Like I have to succeed and this has to work and I'm going to do what I have to do in order to make it work. Because this is, you know, it's, it's an excellent career field to break into. There's a lot of room for growth and it's something that will be beneficial to me and to my family and hopefully the community. Um, so I guess that was, that was my attitude going in. Like I have to do this. There's no, no room for failing. So yeah. Was I confident? Yeah, total or, must. Yeah, total must. Yeah, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. So talk me through, you know, like think back to those that moment where you're in that decision-making process and sort of evaluating your options and do I stay the course? Do I change my course? Especially given that in Hawaii, you know, the tech infrastructure, especially for jobs, isn't there, or at least not to the extent it might be on the mainland or elsewhere. Like, how were you going through that process of making that decision? What things were you evaluating and how were you going about evaluating those things? Um, I would say every week, probably from the moment that I signed up and went through um, the veterans uh, with, with Kumba. Sorry, I don't remember. It was like the where like you go into the room and she tells about, I forget the exact word, but, um, 
it was since With then. The info and sessions, that, probably. Yes, the info, yes, thank you. Sorry. So the sure. info no, session okay. um, from like the week before that, and like every single week, even throughout the boot camp, I was looking up jobs and I was going through the job descriptions. And if I didn't know what it was, I would look it up. I'm like, oh, okay. So that's, you know, that's what C sharp is, or that's what, you know, OOP is like, oh, we just learned about that. Or, you know, I was trying to, I guess, build my confidence. Like, hey, you're looking, you know, from before you joined, you didn't know what any of these job descriptions were talking about. And now you're like, hey, we learned that. Or, okay, I understand the concept. You know, I may not know exactly what you're mm-hmm. talking about, but I, I can understand the concept if I dig a little further. Um, so yeah, I think that was the motivation as far as like you, you are learning, you're learning, you're understanding, and you can always grow if you understand the basic concept of it. Um, so yeah, that was, that was motivating for me. Like you're, you're getting it, (laughs) you know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, This little wins, right? I mean, it's, uh, it's such an abstract idea, ultimately, you know, career change, be a software engineer, developer, you know, it's like saying I'm going to be in fashion or I'm going to be in food service or restaurants or, you know, something like that. It's like such a big and broad category. You know, we've talked a lot about this, or I've talked a lot about this personally with my wife is even we're talking about our own journeys. You know, I've crest the age of 40 and, thinking a lot about what was my outcome, what have been my outcomes in my own life, especially professionally. And what's the thing that motivates me and drives me? And what's the thing I hope to see in the future? And one of the things she actually pointed out just this last weekend was how a lot of what I do is to help other people achieve their goals too. And so there's kind of a deeper, more contributory motivation for myself. There's a greater purpose that I feel in that. Yet at the same time is the importance of having my own goal, my own must, the thing that serves me, that makes me feel like I am doing something I want to be doing. And you spoke earlier about your youngest and having a special needs child and, you know, feeling that how important it was that you you provide for them and the family and the things that you need as a family and household. But speak for a minute about what it gives you. Why are you motivated to do it? What's what's it serving for PUA outside of those kind of external factors? I would say like a personal motivator. It kind of reminds me of when I uh did intelligence in the military. I went in, I didn't know what an intelligence person was. I just chose my job because I wanted to get out of there. But then when I ended up doing it and learning it and I applied myself, I actually ended up being really good at it. Um, and I'm not saying that to speak highly of myself. You know, I do have awards and, you know, personal, uh, like recommendations and stuff, but I, I also loved it. And so, I guess doing software development for me um, just proves to myself that I can do something new and I can 
that work at it, work really hard at it, and I can be good at it um, while still helping others, if that makes sense. Like it's, I can excel and I can show myself like, Hey, you did this, you conquered it. You're getting really good at it. Keep going. But at the same time, not being so proud where I don't impart that knowledge onto others. Like I can help in a mentorship and also in like, um, you know, a business wise, like providing a, a great product to someone else. Um, I don't know if that answers your question, but just kind of saying like, Hey, I did that. Good job. Me, you know, you still got it. You can still work mm-hmm. hard. You can still, um, learn and you can still be humble. And I haven't lost any of those qualities that I admire about myself. Um, does that make sense? Or should I, did I say that correctly? Does that make sense? Okay. I think it does. Yeah. Uh, no, you said it completely wrongly. Um, I completely (laughs) disagree with your assertion of yourself. (laughs) No, No, I, I, I honor that a lot. Um, I think of certain moments in my own life where that it felt very, what you said felt very true for me, where I wanted to just know I could that, I didn't necessarily, even though for me and the examples I'm thinking of for myself, they were kind of bigger items. The re the, the truth, the fact of the matter was that it, I didn't actually need to achieve something big. I just needed to feel like I still had it in me. Um, and so that resonates a ton that finding a challenge that reminds me that I can, that kind of reinvigorates that sense of determination and drive Mm -hmm. is one that is very resonant for me, for sure. And I wonder if that for people who are making choices like these, that there's something in this industry where we're surrounded by challenge you know, almost by definition, if you're working for a company in tech that's innovating, by its definition, it means that you're going to be encountering newish problems very frequently, at least as a team, you will. And so to that extent, that, that's kind of what makes it exciting is, yeah, there's, a, there's an almost uncountable amount of ways to do the thing in software, but having just been able to do it at all. And finding maybe a unique way of doing it that I see as unique and is exciting for the group I'm working with is where all the excitement can come from as well. So it's just the act of doing it that's fun. Yes. And um, I, I didn't realize this until actually like after the boot camp and at my internship. Um, I didn't realize how much there how much more there is to tech than just tech. Like I do feel like there's this misconception of the tech industry as just being like, Oh, everyone just stays behind their computers and make stuff. You know, I said, but, and yes and no, like you're still interacting with humans, whether, um, on a professional level, like with your coworkers and then your clients as well. You know, it's not another computer asking another computer to make something for them. You know, it's, it's humans talking to one another because they're trying to achieve a certain goal or product. So having customer service skills and people skills also applies heavily to tech. And, um, that was something that 
personal training actually helped me with. Um, so just kind of bringing in all of my career experiences into the tech industry also made me kind of realize like, Oh, I, I can do this, you know, and, and no experience that I have had was like, Oh, I didn't really need that. You know, like being a cashier did help me, um, dealing with, with people did help me. Um, so that was something that, that is something that I do enjoy about this industry. Um, and yeah, yeah, I just wanted to put that in there. (laughs) Yeah. And it's a part of this journey that so many career transitioners are taking that they discover along the way. And I'm always surprised by how much doubt there is that the, their prior experiences professionally, they doubt that they will have merit in this career path. I come from being a stage actor, which listeners have heard a lot about. And so like you, I came from a quite different industry yet at the same time as when I get the question, what have you used from that career or from your stage acting degree? It's like, oh my gosh, where do I even begin? Because so much of it translates over. And, uh, a a journey that I have spoken about before that wasn't my own, but I met a woman at a conference who had come from being an attorney and was now a junior developer. And I remember sitting around a table and asking her like, what did you take from being an attorney? And what have you taken from being an attorney that made you an incredible software developer, even though you are lacking some experience against your colleagues? And her answer was just great. It was like, oh my gosh, I can find a bug faster than anybody. And again, it was because as an attorney, so much time had spent figuring out where the gaps were, what was missing, where might the problem be, and how do we identify and hone that thing in that that skill easily translated over into the work she was doing as a software developer. And so to the point you made just now, you know, all those customer service skills, the ability to work with people and meet them where they're at and show compassion. I mean, these are things that are 100% a part of the trade uh, of software development. It's not just Mm -hmm. about writing that code. And in fact, I would even take it a step further and say, in a lot of ways, those traits you just mentioned are almost more important than just being able to write the code. Obviously, you need to be able to deliver on that side too. But, you know, we've all worked with people who just have really poor communication skills, or they focus so heavily on their experience and they focus so heavily on what they want out of it that they forget that there's other people involved in that. Even to the extent of the consumer, whoever's going to use it on the other end, there's so many other people involved. And keeping that in mind is so important as we're building code that we keep that there. So... Anyway, that was a long thought, but it very much resonates for me of how frequently we can take other experiences and take them into our new career path and not necessarily have to feel like we've, you know, wasted our time over there in any way, shape or form. Well, Pua, uh, we're, I want to kind of wrap up here on, you know, your journey into tech And I want to end on a question about what do you feel you have discovered about yourself through this journey that you've gone through? Um, Not only from being in fitness and making the choice to having your youngest and learning from that experience and then making that leap into this new career path up until where you're at today. 
What have you learned about yourself? I've learned, and I understand that this statement is relative to whoever says it, but I, I can do hard things. You know, I can transition out of the military uh, at a job that I was, you know, pretty good at, Actually, you know, and I loved a job that I was pretty good at. I loved and I wanted to do it, but I lost myself in the process. I hit rock bottom, started a whole new career, um, a whole, whole new life, found my passion or a passion, you know, personal training, group fitness, still helping people, which is, you know, like I said, career, tra- another career transition and also like the physical aspect of it, um, personal training and learning that and then changing life again, uh, moving back home across the ocean and starting over again, which, and then having my youngest and then starting another career. Um, it is a lot and it's hard. It's a lot of ups and downs, trying to navigate, trying to stay afloat and figure out, um, how to do life. And this entire career, this career transition, um, just showed me that I can do it. I can do hard things. And once you go through it, you're going to, you know, you can only go up from there and it sucks while you're in it sometimes, but the, the journey is really what makes you, um, and I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I, I took that step, you know? So, yeah. Well, I think that's an awesome place to end, uh, with the journey is what makes you. I love that. We might steal that as a great tagline. Cause that is <laughs> so true. The journey is a hundred percent what makes you. So I love that. Well, Pua, thank you so much yes. for giving us thank your time. Um, I enjoyed this brief conversation. I actually gave me a really a lot of opportunity to reflect on my own journey and how the challenge in my way has fed into the motivation that I have had. So to that extent, thank you so very much for your time. Thank you again, Adam, for you know inviting me and talking with me. I, I really did enjoy this. So thank you. Well, with that, to all our listeners, thank you so much for joining us on another episode of the Collaborative Code Radio podcast. Uh, Again, if you have questions about LEARN's programs or if you just want support, you're welcome to reach out. We would love to hear from you and we're happy to help. With that, I bid adieu and until next time.